Hiya guys, girls and non-binary pals. This is the Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Indy and I pronounce it they then. And I'm Chloe and I use she, her. This week we will be, this is like our part two um, of the Stranger Things discussion. We're going to be covering season three and four, part one, I guess. Oh yeah, part, yeah. Because it's coming out in parts, isn't it? The new season? Really? Yeah, like, we've got two. part yeah, so one just now. We'll have to do part two in July. I know. <laughs> Shit. Um, no, that's fine. I just didn't really enjoy season four. I tried mm. to watch it, couldn't really get into it. I think I actually did try and skip into a few episodes, you know, mm. to like see if it gets. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, with my stepdad kind of on standby to catch me up on what I missed because he's watched all of it. Um, and I gave up. <laughs> I I gave up. Yeah, I did. I couldn't do it. It was. It's not what I. It's not the thing. It's too um, long. I feel like these like. <laughs> You know, an hour. It's not the fucking film. It has its feature length episodes, which is just insane. Have you seen the fucking finale of season four? Is going to be two hours. Fuck off, no. Two hours. No, seriously, like, like, on God, two hours, two hours and seventeen minutes. That's. Yeah. Remember when things were like fifty minutes, and even then it was a bit of a push, and we're like, oh right, okay, we're gonna thingy. But at least at that point in time, the TV actually knew how to keep us invested and interested yes. for the full 50 minutes. Stranger Force, uh, Stranger Force, Stranger Force, Stranger Things season four could never. Yeah, it couldn't. Like it's no, I, I agree. That's just, that's like a really really good point. That back then TV was like, for even when it did push it for 50 minutes, because that was pushing it back then. It at least kept you entertained. Mm-hmm. 50 minutes there, there was no show out there that ran for 50 minutes that didn't entertain you because it just wouldn't have worked mm-hmm. like, like Breaking Bad Game of Thrones yeah. I mean I know Game of Thrones ended badly and but Game of Thrones ended badly though and the, like this is a glint of Jack anyway who's currently reading like the first book well good for um, him it, yeah he's really books, enjoying books it are you good. Know? books are good they're a bit explicit um like obviously in the the sex, but also the violence. But aside from that, they're good books. They're really good, he says. Um, but he says the issue with the show is it just starts like diverging from the book a mm-hmm. bit. Um, and he mm-hmm. said that's when it kind of falls off because he's like, yeah, so- post season four it's bad. Yeah. So. Oh, I um, stand, I stand my ground. Um, post season four, Game of Thrones, season five, six, seven. Was there season eight of Game of Thrones? Yeah, yeah, that was a terrible one. Um, yeah, they're all bad. <laughs> the, 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 that the, was a terrible one. That anyway. was like that was the one that everyone was on about. But anyway, we're actually on the stream thing. Yeah. So season three is the mall season, where it's Russians in the mall. Which, right? <laughs> on one hand, oh, this is the, I was thinking about this all day because I wanted to talk about it, but it's also like. No, because I'm going to argue myself out of a point, but did you find it a bit bizarre that there were Russians in the mall? Like, I know it's 1980, Mm -hmm. and like, I know it's the 80s, and like, Cold War was a big thing, but like, Russians in the mall? (laughs) 
Like it seems a bit silly, but I suppose those like demigorgons and mind flares and the upside down. I suppose that's a bit silly. That was more believable. It feels like we should have maybe focused more on the whole. I felt like they wanted to talk about the whole Cold War thing, which would have been cool, like you know, and kind of how that was playing into it. But the Russians didn't really get a lot of screen time, and when they did, they weren't like really contributing much. A lot of Hopper's storyline in season four is, like, he's in Russia. He's in the Gulag. Yeah. <laughs> um, Please, the Gulag just makes me think of the Call of Duty thing. We have to fight in the Gulag to come We'll get to that because I have my grapes with a lot of the stuff, e- uh, ethical stuff that they've done in season four. Um, from a TV perspective, I don't, um, journalism doesn't, like, we cover TV stuff. Um, and stuff like that uh, but we're not like we don't make TV programs if that makes sense like that's for the TV and media course <laughs> um, but there's a lot of ethical things that they cross over and it's it's not good it's, it's not, not good. good it's not good uh, but we'll cover that when we we'll do season in the... four in a little bit but basically my biggest gripe was mm-hmm. season three. I did enjoy this was a good season, but my biggest gripe was was two well kinda two, but they are part of the same point. Everyone went out of character a little bit. Like I get mm. they're going for puberty and they're changing, but like I don't know, it felt really cringy. Like mm-hmm. an over exaggerated like at the time I was like, haha, yeah. And then after I finished it I was like, that's not how it works. That didn't mm. have. That's not like. I don't know. It just felt like, like I said, really cringy and exaggerated. And the whole thing with like girlfriends and boyfriends was just a bit like, look, for me anyway. I just we kind of covered that last time. Like Eleven doesn't know up from down, right? Why is she in a relationship? <laughs> that's a good. Yes, yeah, see, <laughs> that's that's a good point. And then another, out big big out of character thing. What? Right, I know you don't like Hopper, but I did. So I'm going to give a more... Not not that I'm saying that you are. You are everyone's a bit biased, actually, so yeah. But you know what I mean. Um, mm. He was always kind of, like, firm, but fair. Mm-hmm. Like It was the asshole cop that everyone loves. You know, the kind of... Yeah, the kind of... Kinda well, action hero... With a heart of gold. Protagonist yeah. of a crime drama. <laughs> yeah, he was... Yeah. um and that was like why he was so likable but all of a sudden in um season three his character just goes west him and joyce Joyce, who used to be like you know equal partners were pretty chill suddenly he's yelling at her and like calling her crazy even though he knows all the stuff that's happened Mm -hmm. and then he's like banning eleven from doing stuff and it's like based on what just because he's a boy and she's a girl like, mm-hmm. like, Eleven doesn't know up from down. So she, she might even be a girl. Like, she wouldn't know, would she? Do you know what I mean? It's mm. like, it's just, it's weird that he doesn't want them. I get that, you know, he's like, oh, protective parent and stuff. But like, wouldn't you rather your kid make out, make out in your house where you know where they are, and like, if anything happens, like, you know, obviously, God forbid, you can be there to help. Mm-hmm. Like anything bad, I mean. 
I just thought how that sounded. Um, like anything bad happens, you're there to help. Rather than like, you know, they go anywhere else. I just thought that was like terrible, in my opinion. The whole Hopper thing and mm. making out. And why do we need to know they're making out? This is a fucking TV show about paranormal. I don't care if these kids are eating face, you mm. know? What I would have appreciated more is if, like, Hopper could still be like, this is the rewrite, the the, the fix it fic. Um, <laughs> um, if he was overprotective of Eleven because she didn't know up from down. Yes. Because, like, I'll tell you, that, that girl is too traumatised to, to understand and be in a healthy relationship then she's gone through all that she was experimented on she was taken away from her family she was she's been fighting monsters she doesn't even know how to say i'll dump your ass or a roller coaster she doesn't know what a roller coaster was oh, like bro. how can you expect her to be in a functioning relationship also do you think l got the birds and the bees talk <laughs> no i think he that i think that was the reason why like part of it Mm-hmm. I think he wanted to give the talk. If she doesn't do stuff, he doesn't have to give the talk. I don't, and like, it's weird. I suppose I'm gonna, like, you know, devil's advocate. He was protective. He didn't want us to do stuff because then he'd have to give her the talk because then he'd be sad that you didn't give his daughter the talk. I guess is. Yeah, you but you're to, looking like, after another kid, like, and they're going through puberty, and like, but, you're gonna have to give them the talk. It's not. It's not. I mean, it's awkward, but it's not hard. It's yeah, you've got to just like bite the bullet. Yeah, or do what my mum done and like give me a book. We had sex ed classes, so I kind of learned it all in school. Same, but um, they weren't that great. Ours <laughs> weren't great, but like, I was weren't great. But then someone was saying in year four that you six, so not to me, but to someone else that you sixty nine, your mum. So you know, we were kind of ahead of the curve anyway. <laughs> on the sex stuff so <laughs> yeah <laughs> I know I think about it sometimes <laughs> it tickles me see I had puberty really early like I got um not really TMI because we're on the puberty topic um I got my period when I was like nine nine or ten so I like hit puberty mad early so my mum gave me like this book about puberty and what was going on because they hadn't I was in primary four or five, uh, primary five, and we hadn't started the sex ed classes yet, but I was ah, starting to go through puberty, so I got like a wee book, and mum's like, you know, have a wee read through, if you have any questions, you know, you can come talk to me, um, you know, nothing's too embarrassing to ask, and yeah, that was quite chill, um, oh. but yeah. <laughs> That's good. I feel like Hopper could have done that approach if he didn't actually want to, you know, say when two people like each other very much. He could have asked Joyce to do it. Mm. There's so many options. He could have asked Joyce to do it. So, now on to the best part of season three. The gays in the mall. The gays in the mall. Um, I loved that Robin was a lesbian and I, like, it still is. Um, And I really didn't see it coming. I've got to say, I am... No, no, I did her. I it thought they were t- going to do the the thing where it was like, oh, right, new get all paired up. Did you know it was um, Maya Hawke's idea? Yeah, I remember yeah. reading that somewhere. 
it wasn't the uh, Duffer Brothers idea. I don't know what their plan was, and I don't want to know. Um, but yeah, it was her idea to make Robin a lesbian, which I appreciate. You know, like we were, especially in Stranger Things, we're, we're starving. There's no crumbs. Mm-hmm. There's no crumbs. Like you know, we get queer bait and well. <laughs> yeah, we get queer bait and well. Like at least we got uh, Robin. One and confirmed. She was, she was a good character in season three. Mm. Um who like everyone kind of loved so it was nice that everyone kind of loved a character who was do you get what I mean like mm-hmm. even if it's a fictional character it's still nice to know that people aren't like not liking her after finding out she's a lesbian yeah I feel like a lot of people were like a lot of people shipped uh Robin and Steve like see throughout season three and then when like the reveal happened um they were like oh okay you know they were chill with it because she'd kind of built her ground as a likeable character already and this was just like oh it's still Robin but you know she likes Skittles too. I thought it was really well done at coming out as well. Mm. I thought Especially it was... in the 80s because that would have yeah. been like you're in the middle of I don't know if Hawkins is a real place obviously Indiana's a real place. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fun fact our top listeners in the US are from Indiana. Are they? Yeah. That's really funny. <laughs> I'm gonna see if Hawkins is real. Where's Hawkins is real? Uh yeah, it's fictional. Okay, right. So this town in the kind of the middle of nowhere in Indiana, like you're not in a big city, you're not, you know, there's not a good LGBT queer kind of scene. Like it's very dangerous to come out. Yeah. And, yeah, and like the fact that she'd done it in a good way and also it was kind of realistic because Steve was kind of like oh shit because he kind of liked her a wee bit and then it, it took him like a, a wee minute then he was like yeah supportive um it's kind of like when you come out to like your uncle who doesn't know anything about queer things yeah it's like oh yeah that's cool <laughs> yeah that's good for you cool bye <laughs> like <laughs> cool do you still do this hobby <laughs> yeah it's like cool do you still like um looks at hand i can't even think of it i just looked at my hand the way you it's so it's like i still like um books like yeah however like, oh sorry. sorry no no you're going you what i liked about robin is I feel like the placing of steven like because everyone was split off into different groups like you had the Eleven group trying to solve the whole Billy situation. Um, you had the Hopper group with uh, Joyce and the detective guy. And they were trying to figure out what's going on with the magnets. And then you had like the, the mall, the shopping centre people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was called Starcourt Shopping Centre? That would like be... Be, be awful, but I can see it happening. <laughs> Starcourt Shopping Centre in Luton. <laughs> Croydon. <laughs> um, yeah, so they realised that Stephen Dustin worked really well last season. Himble Steve and kind of babysitter Mum Dust... Uh, not Mum Dustin. Mum Steve. <laughs> So they were like, yeah, let's put these these two together. And it kind of felt a bit fanservice-y. Because they were like, people really liked this last season, so let's put them together this season. And it's the same in season four. Like, I feel very strongly about that. But I like that kind of you have these two wee... You have nerd 
but dumb Dustin and then you have Himble Steve and then you have Robin who's like has the brain cells of the group so that's a straight man to all their kind of um... yeah they're in st- <laughs> yeah the <Yeah>. straight man <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah Robin was a great character um until season four. <laughs> Until season four. When they pretty much assassinated a character. I'm at which we discussed, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And Robin kind of, right. Here's a big, big thing for me. Before we knew Robin was a lesbian, there was like no like she stealthed, for lack of a better word. Like she was completely stealth. It took most people by surprise, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And then in season four, she suddenly starts acting like bizarrely, like completely out of, out of character. Yeah, completely out of character, but also like out of the ordinary for anybody. And as mm-hmm. if you're stealthing in the tiny homophobic town, why would you suddenly start acting like I'm sorry to say this, like a freak? Do you get what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was going to say she does the whole kind of chaotic gay stereotype, but not in a good way, but yeah. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, I, I'm not saying she is a freak, like, or anyone who acts like her is, but that's how you're going to be perceived in Hawkins, the small town. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, so the middle of buck you, nowhere. Yeah, why would you go from stealth to being, like, the most obvious gay person? And then, I feel before, it was like, she's funny and gay, when now but it's she's like... she's the straight man, like, the comedy trope, not the... <laughs> yeah. Not when, not that she's straight, she's not. <laughs> when now it's like, haha, laugh at this queer person who clearly doesn't fit into like, um, you know, society, and look at Nancy, mm-hmm. the perfect straight fucking, you know, girl. Yeah. Look how much I feel more. Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know how best to describe this, but basically, watching season four, it was like. In season three, Robin was with Steve Dustin and Lucas's wee sister, Erica. who Erica, who people kind of had gripes about in season three because um, people were saying that she was the sassy black girl trope. That's not my place to say whether it is whether she did that or wasn't that because you know I'm not black, but um, you know she was with mostly people that quote unquote she wouldn't be interested in because she's like queer but as soon as we have like you know in their wee teams because they do Mm -hmm. this in season four they split everyone up as soon as they have her with like another girl of the same age nancy um they kind of just make her like yeah it's kind of like look at look at how chaotic and quirky and quirky yeah yeah look how look how relatable look how odd she is isn't she an odd gay person like yeah she just kind of like you said went from being like good solid character straight man to Dustin and Steve bullshit to then crazy quirked up lesbian Mm -hmm. like running around and then like you said when we talked about it it kind of feels like it's done to make Nancy look better um I've hated Nancy I've hated Nancy since day one um I'm gonna stand by that forever I think she's terrible um is I also because of Barb nah is I don't it... care about, nah, I just think oh, I, okay. just, I just don't like white girls like her 
I, I just think she's really annoying. I don't know what it was, like, okay. but from the word get-go, I just didn't take it out and see. I also thought she was really mean to Steve in season two mm. when at the party, and I kind of thought there's no need for that. And also, it makes no sense she'd go off with Jonathan, who'd been taking pictures of her. and Without and her consent. Without consent, and is, for lack of a better word, an utter creep. Like, yeah. oh, no, you can't, you know. You could, I'm you, a creep, I'm a weep. It's like you could paint a shit gold. It's still shit. There's no yeah. nice way to spin that he's a creep. Like, you know, which is, so it's bizarre that she's even with him. And then they mm. have, in season three, kind of going back a bit, but it makes no sense why they're together because it's very clear they have completely different trajectories in life. Mm-hmm. Um, But, I saw stuff on the Stranger Things Twitter before it came out, kind of hinting that, like, you know, Nancy and Robin are going to be a thing. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Nancy's um, actress, actress yeah, thanks, did an interview that heavily implied it as well. Mm. See, I and hadn't seen that interview, the, but I did know that Robin was going to get a love interest this season. Well, they definitely, it's definitely not Nancy, but they definitely, like, tried to queerbait everyone beforehand. Mm. And they're like, oh, yeah, Nancy and Robin, as if Nancy's not with, uh, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. my Bob, um, before the season came out, they announced that, have you seen Anne with an E? It's on Netflix. No, but I know the I the woman, I, yeah, I know the actress who. Yeah, seen, the, yeah, the wee ginger kid. Yeah. She's probably two years younger than us. But I'm calling her the ginger kid because she plays a wee older. Yeah. Um whatever. Um the the wee lassie that plays Anne from Anna Green Gables and Wayne E. She's she in Stranger is... Things season four and she's the love interest. Although they only talk once. Classic. So it Classic. felt very queer baby. Like Robin was saying to Steve in the car that like oh you know I like her but obviously if I come out then I'm gonna be made a social pariah and stuff like that um and he's like well you know who's thingies and they have like a funny scene but it's like the most (laughs) this girl says to her is like what did you say haha that was kind of funny and that's like it crumbs don't you know that's what me and Jay say to each other all the time? That's all we say. We say two sentences to each other a day because we're in <laughs> love and that's how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, the actress who plays her, the love interest is is bisexual um, and she's 20. That was the that was the. Bit I was bang on. I was you... bang on. I said she'd be like a, a few years younger than us. I forgot how old I was and I was like, but I'm 20. I'm not 20, I'm 21. I know, I'm 22 I'm at the end of the month. Way hey. Oh my gosh. Grandma. <laughs> Grandma, uh, hey. <laughs> Welcome to the film <laughs> This crone has started a podcast. <laughs> I did not know that about the actress in, from Anne with an E, but that's good for her. That is good for her. I'm, I'm glad she got a part. I think we were being queer baited with her though, because they kind of built it up. We've um, been queer baited a lot, as with uh, most of the interviews that I think you have. Mm-hmm. Seen? I saw one specifically for Will. I didn't see the ones for Nancy, but basically the actor that plays Hop, 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 Hop. Hop. What's his David Harbour? David Harbour, or 
Yeah, David Harbour. Yeah. Um, Hellboy and <laughs> the actor that plays Will. Um, or was it Mike? I don't know, right? But they were doing an interview and they were basically saying... One of these saying, silly bitches. One of them. One of the kids. <laughs> I think it was either Mike or it was... Yeah, it was Mike. I think it's Mike from my memory because I've since... I haven't read them And they were I've like, since. oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Will's definitely not interested in Elle. Um, Definitely. And they were like laughing about it. They were like, yeah, kind of. They didn't outright say he doesn't like girls, but they were like, he's not interested in girls. Um, so a lot of people went into this season thinking that you know Will was going to come out or get like a queer storyline of his own. We even see him with a wee Alan Turing thing. See at the start of episode one when they're doing like the historical heroes kind of thing, mm-hmm. and he does Alan Turing, which is supposed because he was a gay man very important to the Allied forces winning World War Two. You know, if you don't know who Alan Turing is, you know, do some research. It's very sad what happened to him, but it's very, it is very sad. Um, I was so mad when I found out. I was yeah. Did you know that in the imitation game, this is mm-hmm. completely they super so oh yeah, that's it. In the imitation game, they make him out to be this really like snobby they play up his like autistic traits and stuff and Mm -hmm. he did have a wife however the wife knew he was gay based like she knew and she was okay it was like a marriage of convenience yeah yeah like in real life it was much she was it was basically she wasn't bothered but in the film they're like she doesn't know he's a terrible person for like being gay and marrying her uh and like i said they portray him as a snobby guy but in real life he was like so Very humble chill. and so nice he was like there's loads of stuff saying that like people who worked for him had like nothing but nice things to say mm-hmm. and then they got awful benedict cumby bum to play him <laughs> so that was like that was yeah. mistake number one there was a few there was a few gay easter eggs i don't know i was gonna say flags but there was a few <laughs> easter eggs one of which was the alan turing poster that Will mm-hmm. makes also the bit that in the beginning where we see Will painting and Eleven says oh he won't show me maybe it's for a girl and then with the knowledge of the actor saying oh he's not interested in girls you're like hmm is that is that maybe a little confession thing for Mike um because it was heavily implied that he likes Mike um thing Mike above, of all people Mike Wazowski <laughs> Someone should do an edit of Stranger Things. Take so it with Finn Wolfhard and put in Mike Wazowski. Just every scene, just like Mike Wazowski. Mike I got so sick of when the king liked his hair. Anyway, Mike So, yeah, another Easter egg, right? Now, I, I know you don't use TikTok that much, but um, people have been going crazy about the new character, Eddie, who was introduced. Oh, um, yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the level of simping is unreal. Really? And, like, it's all over. Like, I'm not even, like, that into Stranger Things, as we've established. But, like, all of my For You page since Stranger Things has came out has pretty much been edits, thirst edits. Of Eddie. 
I find him really annoying from like the little bits I watched. I really didn't like him. I mean, I felt like he was kind of. I freak stereotype. Does that? I felt that they and like the same with the new character with Jonathan, little stoner guy. Um, little stoner guy, yeah, or Gail. Yeah. Both of them. Why are you adding new characters? Your current I mean, you characters develop your... are not developed enough anyway for us to be throwing new people in. Like, especially because we had Robin and Erica last season. Like, and now you need to develop them. So you've got two more in your caseload of development. Mm-hmm. And currently, like, you know, in season four, I don't think anyone really, like... Yeah, yeah. so, thing with Bob, the thing with Eddie that a lot of people are picking up, um, aside from the, the fact that he plays D&D and has the cool T-shirt that everyone's trying to get from Primark just now with the Hellfire no way. Club, everyone's going mental trying to get those T-shirts. Primark's going to make a killing. They already have. <laughs> people have been going, people have been reselling the tops on Depop for at least double the price. I don't blame them. People, if you're stupid enough to buy it for double the price on Depop, then you deserve to be ripped off. Mm. You can, guys, you can get the money eBay and Amazon. Maybe slightly more expensive than going into town and going to Primark, but like, just go to double the, the price. Just go to the Primark. TLDR, Primark should have online shopping. I know why they don't. I think it's bullshit anyway, but... Slave, uh, not slave, sweatshops don't deliver. They only deliver to one place. Um, anyway. It's actually because it would make the items more expensive, that's what Is they that say. What? Oh, yeah, but then they say that they never add... I used to work there and they said, well, how do you think you get the clothes so cheap? And everyone in the heads was obviously like sweatshops. Um, but but the like, reason... loads of people use sweatshops and like bloody yeah, yeah. ASOS uses sweatshops. Every... No, no, I know. They're not but... ASOS, like pretty little thing. But the, what they told us was they don't do any advertising. And all the advertising costs instead are used to make the clothes cheaper. So that's something to do with it. That's what they told us when I worked there. Mm. But that was a few years ago. Anyway. Some insider info. The inner workings of Primark. The true upside down. <laughs> I could write a book about Primark and all this I think stuff. you should. Go for it. I need, I need some income. So... Um, yeah, so yeah, so so what Eddie, yeah, so right. Yeah. People are thirsty as hell for Eddie. Yes. He's a thirty year old man with a mullet wig who looks like Brian whatever his name from the Queen. Brian May. Brian May. I always forget his second name. Did you know he's uh, an astrophysicist? Who? The guy from Queen. Yeah. He's also like transphobic no <laughs> no no he no. and kind of racist no. <laughs> wednesday no way what no, no i'm sorry no you had to way. find out that way i'm so i thought he was so cool freddie mercury is the only cool one. Oh wait no, I actually knew he was transphobic. I just forgot because I didn't want to... Blocked out your memory. I just blocked out my memory, but I do actually remember it happening and tweeting my friend about it. Mm. Eddie, right. Brian May, kind of mullet thing going on. He's a 30-year-old man playing a guy that's been held back for a few years in high school. Um, 
the D&D scene was great because it does demonstrate when you're playing D&D quite well that everything relies on a role and like the the tension that you feel like oh god you're gonna fight this thing and like you've only got so many hit points left and right shit I need to get over a over a 15 to like thingy so like I thought that was quite good that montage with the basketball game and mm-hmm. the D&D going on at the one time like that's what it feels like when you're playing D&D it's intense I remember yeah it's mad intense but Eddie has this handkerchief in the back of his trousers and a lot of people online have been saying it might be hanky code handkerchief code which is a thing that gay men used in the 70s and 80s and maybe before that and they were different there was different colors and they all symbolized different things like what you were looking for or what you were into um so that you could if you were out and about and you saw a guy with like another thingy and you'd be like oh right okay that that guy is safe to talk to like he's another queer dude um so eddie has one but it's black (laughs) what does that one mean this is just like shag pants i don't know what that is but you don't know what shag pants you don't know what shag pants are no Maybe you have a different name for them. Um, there are these colourful, right? I'll explain this quick. Colourful bands that go on your arm. Uh, there is always a circle, and they're different colours. And right, it goes like from green to black, right? And green is like hug, red is like blowjob, and then black is sex. And if you snap them with someone, <laughs> you're meant to do the thing that the colour that it symbolises. I've never heard of this. You never heard I'm of so that. sheltered. No. I never see they're called shag bands because like the goal is, you know To shag. To shag. Yeah, right. So Eddie has a black handkerchief and apparently that means he's into some kinky shit. We see some handcuffs in his room. You know, he's into some kinky shit. Um black S and M. Heavy S and M top. He and if it's top. worn on the left or if it's worn on the right. This is dead cool. Hanky code. Was it worn on the left or was now, I think it was worn on the right, but I think people were saying top because like they were proper simping. He's literally so ugly, I'm so sorry. I know you shouldn't say people are ugly, but he's ugly. Yeah, he's not my type. Um but I mean if you're if you find him hot, good for you. Um if you but, find him hot, send me a three-page essay on why, and I'll evaluate it. You know what? I'm not going to shame anyone for simping I'm not fictional characters it. that are simping. Yeah, you said, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I am going to be on a high horse, because I simp for, like... Go on. I was going to say women, <laughs> but I didn't want to imply that me simping for women makes me better, but, like, that's all I could think of. I was like, I simp for women. Um, No. Do I, simp- I, I can't I don't simp for men because I want to be men. Um, but you do have questionable simping people. <laughs> I support you. I'm not going to shame you, but like sometimes you send me stuff and I'm just like, hello. But I support you and keep sending me it because sometimes it's good. Mm. Not good enough to simp, but good enough to enjoy. Let's ask a key question instead. Should Stranger Things have continued past season three because I think season three wasn't terrible 
but it had a really solid ending. That's the big thing for mm-hmm. me. It, everything was wrapped up nicely, like Eleven, Joyce, etc. moved away. Yeah, um, it kind of came to a close. It came to a natural conclusion, it felt. Yeah, I feel like it should have stopped to season three. You know, good things come in threes. Yeah, exactly. And like, I didn't feel there was any more story to tell. Mm -hmm. It's like The Walking Dead. There's 11 seasons or something like that. And it's like... 11 seasons. It's like, how did Supernatural go on for? Because that, again, they were beating a dead horse on that one. It was like 15 or something. I never watched Supernatural. You'd think I would, considering who I sent for in my time, but no. <laughs> it went on for 15 seasons, Supernatural, which, like I said, they would definitely be in a... Um, dead horse. Dead horse uh, with that one. And I feel Stranger Things is getting to that point where mm. we're just kind of, like... We're just sitting yeah. there, like, out with it already. It's just like that, the meme of that guy poking, and it's like, come on, just end already. Like, mm. come on. So, before we finish, I should probably go over the unethical stuff, because I oh, said yes. I would, and I no, forgot. No, no, yeah, I forgot to. No, go on. Um, So, basically, one of my major gripes about season three was the whole thing about the advanced tech that the Russians had in this mall. And this happened in 85. You know what happened? Uh, hold up. I am going to find out the exact date. Oh, I want to guess what happened because my history is all over the show. Okay, right. So you know what happened shortly after season three? In the real world. In the Chernobyl. Chernobyl happened in Ukraine in uh, 1986. And that was... I still could have guessed that. You should have let me. Sorry. So, <laughs> um, basically, it was the, watch the HBO show. Like that's actually really good, um, and it's quite accurate. If you know whatever, but basically, it was because the Soviet Union didn't want to admit that they were using faulty tech to power like their nuclear stations, mm-hmm. and it was because of that fault and the pride of saying like you know we don't want to admit that we have outdated and faulty systems that could potentially endanger lives which has led to the events of Chernobyl, right? So how the fuck did these guys have a portal to another gateway to to the parallel upside-downy dimension? That's, yeah. In a mall in America. Super advanced tech, mind you, because we still haven't got the tech for that. Yeah, they've got super advanced tech, and it's like, yeah, Chernobyl just happened, by the way, Mm -hmm. in case you didn't know. Uh, I thought you were going to go for the whole thing with the Russians and the war in Ukraine, I'll be honest. That's where I thought we were going, but no, that's that's But speaking of um, ex-Soviet countries, did you know that where they filmed Hopper's Russian gulag scenes, specifically specifically the prison, was a concentration camp? Yes. And it's, it was acting as a prison up until 2019. Now no longer acting as a prison. But you can now pay to spend a night yes. and have a Stranger Things experience. And it looks like the buyers kind of gaff with like the Christmas lights and the letters on the wall. But let's let's be clear here. You're still sleeping in a concentration camp. 
yeah it's still it's really unethical yeah even chernobyl the hbo show didn't do that they found um because there were scenes where like characters were being investigated by the kjb and they went to it was like the museum for it was like the crimes of the soviet union um but it was like a museum it wasn't like a but yeah even those folk when they were covering you know that kind of subject matter were like yeah we have to be sensitive stranger things however hell yeah let's film in a concentration camp plus people are getting bloody the numbers tattooed which have some like sense that's anti-semitic as fuck yeah it's not it's it's not good is it Mm -hmm. and right I know that you can explain that you hadn't watched like the you'd seen like bits of it there's um a song and I think episode four when they're going to Alaska where they use an indigenous slur in the song and oh, like yes I have heard about this mm-hmm. um the if I say e-slur that's gonna sound like e-boy but I don't want to say the slur yeah, but it's it refers to uh, Inuit people, um, Inuit indigenous folk, and they use that, and that community were really really angry about it because the other indigenous coded cat, well, the only indigenous coded characters being portrayed to be a stoner, so that yeah, which isn't great, is it? No, it's not great. Like, what the fuck, Netflix? I mean, <sighs> yeah. it's just, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, it's just not good. It's just, yeah, it's like kind of watch, sums it up a bit. It's like watching whole... a plane slowly crash into yeah. the sea, and you're just like, oh, okay. Like, oh, I used, to, I used to be on that plane, but now I'm not. Mm-hmm. I went on that plane once. Oh, yeah, I went on that plane once. Oh, it's a shame. And then you kind of turn away and you're like, yeah, I'm going to go yeah. get on my um, Isle of Flags and Death plane now. But, yeah. Yeah. And what we do in the shadows has been thingy my bobs renewed for six, two more seasons. Two more seasons. Seasons Must five be. and six as well. Yes. So we're getting season four, which should be coming out. Oh, next yeah, month. we're in season four. Oh, wow. So but. We're getting five and six as well. The keys are winning. Five. Cinema and TV is subjective. Yes, exactly. But we were just we'll as we did it. not enjoy Stranger Things season yes. four, you might enjoy Stranger Things season four, and there's nothing wrong with enjoying a show. You might have loved it, and that's okay. But please, yeah, don't you might simp for Eddie, who looks like Brian May, who plays D and D, and that's okay. We don't simp for him, but that is A-OK. So this has been Film Query for this week. If you have enjoyed us losing our minds over Stranger Things, um, you know, continue to tune in or listen to our previous episodes. We have a cool website, which is listed in the description of most of our episodes. Some of our, some of our older episodes, I haven't got quite around to editing the descriptions yet, but certainly... All of our ones from this year should have the website. <laughs> um, and we have a Twitter and a TikTok, which is f- at Film Query, and an Instagram at Film Query Podcast. 
Thanks for tuning in. Stay safe out there and feel free to simp for whoever you want, as long as it's not a child. Or a real-life serial killer. Or a real-life serial killer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye.